0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. I'm Thomas.
1: Hi, I'm Julie.
0: And we are in our series, 15 Lessons After 15 Years of Marriage, and we are at Lesson 10, two-thirds of the way through, so hang in there we're gonna get to the end um and we're saving the best for last so make sure you make sure you stay tuned all the way throughout um this episode though lesson 10 is uh called choose your influencers wisely um we're specifically talking about the people who influence your marriage uh, or the people who you allow to influence your marriage um I heard it said once that uh, your net worth will be the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Um, Obviously, that's a financial-related statement. Um, You are a
1: financial coach, so. (laughs) That's
0: true. Um, So that's where a lot of my analogies kind of reside. But uh, if we carry that over from finance into marriage, uh, we think that could still apply. Um, Basically saying that uh, your marriage will become the average of those that you allow to influence it. Um, so, uh, you know, you want to pick people strategically who you allow to, uh, influence and give input on your marriage. And these people need to be people that you trust. Uh, they need to people, they need to be people who have your best interests in mind and they need to be people who are not pushing their own agenda on your marriage and your life.
1: Yeah, so specifically, we're gonna be talking about three influencers to be mindful of in your marriage. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of noise, a lot of influencers from media and and um, advertising and things like that. But we're just gonna be talking about people in this episode, mm-hmm. and specifically three influencers. Uh, we'll start with your parents. <laughs> you know, good place to start. <laughs> that's where we started. That's Where you come from. And <laughs> that's where you start and. Honestly, um, now that I'm a mom, you know, I be like, my mom still nags me to do things. And now that I'm a mom, like, I guess once you're a mom, you're always a mom. So even as your kids grow up, you know, they can still, um, or they think they can still tell you what to do or <laughs> how to do things. So love your parents, definitely honor them. But, um, when we're talking about influencing your marriage. Um, you we, we put parents at the top of the list.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, they, the, the fact is, is, you know, to give them a little bit of defense, they had to do that their whole lives to or your whole life to kind of train you and teach you how the world should be. Um, and then once you become an adult, it's like a switch that flips, you know, it's going to be hard for them to turn off. So I, I can give them a little bit of grace on that. Um, however, uh, we do have some things with parents, um, you know, you would obviously, in most scenarios, probably trust your parents, so that would kind of check one of the boxes, mm-hmm. um, and they're probably going to have your best interests in mind in most cases.
1: But oh, they think they do.
0: Yeah. So they, that would check that second box. Um, however, a lot of times in uh, in marriages, there's a stereotype of you know the the whole you know, do you like your in-laws kind of thing Mm -hmm. or, you know, and and that can apply the reverse scenario from the, the in-laws thinking or the, the parents thinking that, uh, there is nobody good enough for their child, whether that's the husband or the wife. Um, and so, so in that regard, it may be easy for them to kind of speak their own agenda into your marriage. Um, so you know it's just it's just something to be careful about uh with your parents to make sure um that that you can kind of filter that and make sure that you know what um what their real motives are um if if you're in a marriage where they love your spouse and it's great, then maybe that could work um but if it's not that way yet, then you're gonna have to be careful that with that uh to make sure that they're not pushing their own agenda um, onto you.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I said, love your parents, but, but here's your opportunity to, um, figure out healthy boundaries with your marriage. And that's outside of, you know, your parents' home. Um, because first of all, it's not your parents' marriage. Right. And that means a lot of different things. You know, it's not that, um, you just add somebody to, your parents' house, you know, maybe you lived with your parents for a season. We did. <laughs> we got married, moved out, and then, you know, had to come back home from a a surgery that uh, put me out of work. So, you know, we moved back in for a little season and then you move out. So, you know, depending on your relationship with your parents, it might always be home. It might be somewhere that you can um, safely come back to, which is great. But having those healthy boundaries is key to having a healthy marriage. Mm-hmm. Um and so also not your parents' marriage. Um you know whether it's good or bad if your parents have a good marriage themselves. Um we've talked about this a lot recently of not idolizing someone else's marriage. Um your parents if if it's a good healthy marriage and they've been married for a lot longer than you then so you can't expect yours to be at you know 10 years in what your parents are at 30 plus years in or whatever the the numbers are Um, or if it's not a quality marriage that your parents modeled to you then again it's not your parents marriage you have to figure this out and so just um, maybe even though they're people you are maybe close to and you trust and like Thomas said, they hopefully have your best interests in mind. Watch maybe how much you're speaking to your mom, your dad, about your spouse, if it's something that you have not yet talked to directly to your husband and wife so that you're not getting their influence and perspective ideas. And then it's kind of twisted in, in your own environment and your your... Your own marriage. Yeah, that's
0: probably a good generic rule to kind of overlay on this entire episode is that any issue that you're trying to seek advice on from an outside influencer onto your marriage, uh, you should probably be talking to your spouse about that first, not necessarily getting permission to go talk to someone else, um, but trying to work the issue out yourself and then going to seek advice. And you can do that in two ways. You can go seek that advice with your spouse, or you can go seek that advice, um, on your own, you know, like, uh, we'll dive into that, um, more soon. But I mean, if, if, you know, you went out to lunch with somebody and you were just kind of chit-chatting and you weren't bashing your spouse but you were saying like hey we've got this situation can you give me some advice like what would you do that's i think okay but again that person then becomes an influencer so you have to be careful and you know in this case that we're talking about parents you still just have to be careful be mindful of who you allow into that
1: and making sure that um your parents that you don't allow your parents to coddle you (laughs) like Mm i said they're always going to have that Motherly or fatherly instincts. And so I actually had a friend who got in a fight with her um, husband early on in their marriage, and she went to her parents' house, like Mm -hmm. left and went over to her parents' house and knocked on the door, hoping to be lovingly embraced. And I don't know if her plan was to stay there the night or whatever. And her parents, um, send her back home to her husband to work it out, and I actually loved that. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, because if you listen to the lesson of don't say the D word, we said that you know don't threaten divorce, but part of that is don't leave the right. uh, you know if it's if it's just from a argument, a, a verbal you know communication that you need to to work work out. But um, again, don't leave and then go to your parents' house to allow them to coddle you instead of supporting um the marriage that you need to work on these hard things together
0: yeah and obviously you know to just clarify your point if there's physical abuse or anything happening yeah, get out of that situation right you know and Luckily, get some protection and safety but
1: the case yeah, right yeah, yeah
0: exactly um, just wanted to make sure that we clarified that um that you know that's that's something you should probably choose to get safety over first yes. so
1: And one more thing with your parents as you think of them as uh, influencers for your marriage is um, when it comes to holidays, you know, those are those are coming up Thanksgiving, Christmas or whatever you celebrate together. Um, Your parents are used to you being part of their holiday, right? Coming to their house and their traditions. And when you get married, often that spouse then just gets to kind of tag along Mm -hmm. into that same environment but i i really want to encourage people even before you have kids when you get married you're a family unit Mm -hmm. so you represent a new family now and you get to figure out if you want to go to your parents holiday um celebration or that dinner Or do you want them to come to your holiday traditions at your house and stuff? And I'm not saying one's right or wrong. We're just saying that you get the choice now because you're a new family unit. And I think that's where some parents get that wrong, where they are um, maybe unintentionally, but... They can influence and force this like, well, this is how we've always done it. And mm-hmm. you just get to bring your spouse and your kids into this environment. And it doesn't have to be that way if you want different boundaries.
0: Right, even even if you don't have kids, it can doesn't have to be that way. Um, you get to make that choice uh, off the top. I'm not saying that conversation is gonna be easy with your parents. Um, hopefully your parents will be understanding of that. Um, but again, kind of going back to what we talked about with parents in the beginning they've done everything with you a certain way for so many years that the expectation the tradition is just going to be there um and so that's going to be a hard thing to break and um so you know just if you're going to try and set that up um then you know just be respectful of it and be respectful about it um and i think that that goes a long way to say hey mom and dad i think that we're going to try this We still want to, you know, be around you and visit with you and celebrate, but we want to try and set up this tradition for ourselves, um, and, and move forward with our family. Um, and if you do it in a kind way, I mean, you know, what, how bad really could it get, right?
1: Yeah. Just give yourself permission to be the adult (laughs) and set those new things, um, and so then the next set of influencers we're going we to talk about people who can influence your marriage are uh, maybe your single friends. Mm-hmm. And Thomas and I can speak to this because we got married. I was 19, he was 20, and...
0: We didn't have any married friends. No, so we
1: were kind of in that stage of life where a lot of our friends waited um, longer to get married. So we did have to, to navigate how are we married and still maintain relationship with these single friends but who can't really even speak into our marriage at all
0: yeah it's that's kind of like trying to ask parenting advice from a you know high schooler that doesn't have kids you know absolutely
1: i was the best parent before i had kids right (laughs) you think you know it all but
0: (laughs) well and in a similar vein you know as a single person Um, you know how to live life better than a married person, right? Because you have no attachment to someone else. I mean, um, there's there's a video that's uh, gone around online of um, a group of guys that keep showing up to their friend's house who he recently just got married and they're ringing his doorbell and bugging him about the fact that he's not spending time with them anymore because they're still single and he's (laughs) married. And so, um, you know, that that's kind of the perspective that you're going to get back into is, well, you don't have to, you know, live with that because, you know, you, you're your own person. And so you just have to be careful. Your friends, a lot of times will have your best interests in mind, but they are going to have their own agenda very much so because again kind of like parents, however long you've been friends with that person is probably longer in, in, in a lot of cases you you've been you've have friends at least in this scenario that you would trust talking to. you may have been friends with them longer than you've been with your spouse. And so you know you're gonna trust them, but they're gonna see you as a different person because they've known you when you were single. And so you just have to be careful with that to make sure that you're, um, not letting that influence you, um, through the lens of being a single person because you're not a single person anymore.
1: Yeah. And we're absolutely not saying like cut off relationship with singles once you become married or, um, whatever the case, um, and enjoy them, but it's probably more for like a girl's night or a guy's night just because, a third wheel is just really awkward. <laughs> um, but but like you were saying, remember that they're just in a different stage of life than you are. And I really wish that they would understand <laughs> that you two being married are in a different stage of life than they are, but they won't understand that yeah. until they are married. And so being the married person, still having single friends, you kind of have to extend grace to them more. Um, but just uh, like I said, it's more of the having fun with them and not doing, you know, um, marriage counseling or marriage advice or um, let me get your perspective on this because their perspective is just going to be different. And um, that's where you should really be more influenced from, you know, married friends or people in the same stage of life as you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, that kind of carries us straight into, the next uh, set of, uh, the next type of person that um, you'll want to be aware of, and uh, that's divorced couples, you know, whether they were, you know, people you were close with as friends that, you know, you were friends, like I was friends with the husband, you were friends with the wife, and then they got married, and then they got divorced, that's a whole unique situation on its own, Um, or if they were just, you know, someone that you knew as acquaintances, and, you know, then they're divorced, or you're only friends with, one side of them um who has been divorced um you just have to be careful with that as well because uh i think that they they may be able to give you some good good marital advice that's actually true you know they've they've been married so that's that's a plus for them they might be able to tell you some things not to do that's right. another plus but the unfortunate thing about that situation um, is is there's a possibility, a high possibility, that they could be speaking advice to you from still a bitter standpoint about their previous marriage, and if they're giving you bitter advice, even if it's good advice, it's going to be talked about through uh, a lens of their how their marriage ended, and so you know that could come off with a negative tone or a negative context, and you know you just have to. Um, have to filter through that appropriately.
1: So again, don't cut off relationship. It's right. all about boundaries. Um, it's, you know, communicating to your spouse on how you're going to spend time with them. Cause like you're saying different scenarios, you might be forced to like almost choose sides mm-hmm. and you know, who, who you're gonna still, you know, do a group of friends with or, or whatever. And so hopefully those are just more of, um, fun hangouts and stuff and not the, the deep, serious, uh, influencers in into your marriage. Cause it can also mess with your mind. Um, if, if a friend of yours is unfortunately going through a divorce or has been divorced, um, they can start opening up and maybe like oversharing <laughs> uh, and it's one sided. You have to remember that too. It's one sided opinion, right. one sided of the story. You weren't there, <laughs> um, to see it and it can start planting, uh, wrong ideas or mistrust in your head towards your spouse. And that's not fair to them if you're seeing that as you hang out with someone in that. I'm not saying don't be a friend um, and and be there, but you have to figure out how to have those boundaries so it doesn't influence your marriage in a negative way.
0: And and something that we haven't really touched on yet um, is the fact that influencers can you can be consciously allowing people to influence your marriage, or you can be subconsciously allowing people to influence your marriage. Like if we take that divorced friend, for example, if you're helping them through their time of need, through their divorce, um, that could be subconsciously affecting you. You're seeing their problems, which can make you start to imagine problems cropping up in your marriage again. Not okay. saying you should cut off the friendship or cut off um, relationship or anything like that, but you have to be aware of that. Aware of that, and you have to have your guard up to make sure that you're saying, "Look, I'm kind of stepping outside of my marriage temporarily for a second to help you with your situation." Like consciously, mm-hmm. um, to know that like, you know, my marriage is sealed off from your situation and you're, I'm not going to let your situation infect what's going on with me. Um, and so I, I think that it's just something, and, and, you know, that can happen with single friends and parents as well. I mean, you just have to be aware that if you're subconsciously going through something different with them, it can negatively impact your marriage just because, uh, even without you asking for direct advice. So, um, just kind of keep that in mind as well.
1: Yeah. A big takeaway there then is if you're having to pour into your friends, divorced, single or family, parents, siblings, whatever, mm-hmm. if you're pouring into your friends and family so much, um, and it's draining you and then essentially draining, um, your your marriage because taking away from your relationship with your spouse, then you really have to make sure that you have other positive influencers pouring into you. Yeah. You can't just be the one pouring out, pouring out. You'll have nothing left to give. Um, it will infect your your marriage because you'll have nothing left. No. <laughs> but uh- that's even why it's more important to have good influencers, positive influencers, constantly. Um, whether that's podcasts or books or people that you know and community groups that are pouring into your life and your marriage so that you can give out in those situations. That's
0: good advice whether you're married or not married. I mean, you know, just if you're pouring out uh, into someone else, make sure you're getting that opposite positive influence poured back into you um, to help you out um, so that you're not drained. Yeah. So.
1: And then a takeaway for your marriage is just discuss this with your spouse. Maybe, um, you know, we just listed three uh, quick examples of people that could influence your marriage, but um, sit down with your your spouse and list out your current influencers by name Mm -hmm. together, like not just this category, this category, list them by name um jimmy john joey i don't know why i'm coming <laughs> j guys and all j's <laughs> julie is my name put me down there but but then maybe put them in categories um once you name them by who helps uh your marriage be better like who is that positive influence, who's hurting your marriage or could hurt your marriage if you're not careful. And then there's probably people that just fall completely in a neutral category and that's okay too. So once you name them, once you categorize them, um, then together determine who and how you'll spend more time with the good influencers um, and how you will create and communicate the boundaries um to those who need more boundaries between you guys and then who's in the complete fun zone and then get a you know girls or guys <laughs> fun uh date on the calendar there but um i think that will really really help identify um who you allow mm-hmm. to positively and hopefully not negatively influence your marriage right and
0: just two quick things on that uh one since uh discussing this with your spouse is a takeaway um if if you don't know by now that discussing Something one of our episodes with your spouse is gonna be our top takeaway. You haven't listened to enough of our episodes yet, <laughs> so go back and listen to some because it's pretty much at the end of every episode we're saying go back and discuss this with your spouse because we're really big on communication and you know we want to make sure that you're talking through all of this stuff because your spouse can't read your mind so don't expect them to do it. Yeah. Um. So so make sure that you're talking through this with them. Um, and two. Once you list out those influencers, um, you know, and you guys may have different lists because, you know, I have friends that I've been friends with since high school and so do you. And, uh, when you come together with your list, I mean, you can make some of the lists together, but when you have each have some individuals on your list, if your spouse has a check in their spirit about one of the people that's on your list you should probably go with what your spouse says. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, obviously that can be open for discussion, but I think it's a good perspective to say, if your spouse is thinking, I don't know if that person's going to give you solid advice, it's probably important to think about and to really consider because that means your spouse doesn't trust that person. So if you start getting advice from that person it's going to be a lot harder for your spouse to trust you. So what's more important to you in that regard? And I I just think that that's, like I said, it can be open for discussion. Um, don't make it a fight. But uh, if your spouse has a check in your spirit, their spirit about someone, you probably need to pay attention to that.
1: Well, that's why it's on an individual assignment. So even if you listen to this episode um, on your own, your spouse needs to listen to it. And then you guys create that meeting time together with your pen and paper and, mm-hmm. and list it out together. Um, like I said, you have two different lists and then compare, but this is a, a group exercise for spouses to do to, uh, make sure they're on the same page with who they allow, um, to influence their marriage and who they might need to have better boundaries with to right. protect, um, and prioritize their marriage.
0: Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for tuning in uh, to this week's episode. As always, episodes release every Monday uh, on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle. Make sure you go check out our website, marriagepuzzle.com, to find blog posts that are released each month. Um, And if this is your first time listening to us, thanks so much for being here. We hope that you're going to leave us a, a positive rating at the end of this episode. And also go back and listen to episodes one and two of the podcast. That'll help you learn a little bit more about why we named it Marriage Puzzle and a little bit more about our story as well. And as always, uh, we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later.
1: Bye.